0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Tywo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want to open with a text from the book of Ezekiel. My theme is The Point Man. Ezekiel chapter 22 verses 29 and 30. The people of the land have used oppressions, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and the needy. And they wrongfully oppressed the stranger. 30. So I sought for a man among them who will make a war and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. So I sought for a man among them, verse 13, who will make a war and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. I found no one. Where I'm starting from is this God is always in search of a man. He is always in search of a man. Maybe one more scripture before I begin to make my comments. Isaiah fifty nine. Praise the Lord. I want you to see something there. From verse 15. Isaiah 59. Verse 15. So truth fails. And he would depart from evil. Makes himself a prey. That is just following the context. Now this is where I'm going. Then the Lord saw it. And it displeased him. That there was no justice. He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. The reason I'm reading these two scriptures is just to establish to us that God is always in search of a man. And uh, you probably can argue that man here is generic. No, sir. Fine, God will use a woman at will. But usually it's when there's no man. Think about it. Usually it's when the man has failed. As a matter of fact, I believe strongly that the reason he brought out the woman from the man that is created him he a helpmate was because he knew that there would be a time that man would fail. God always looks for a man. See, before creation, <laughs> you know that before creation there was life in heaven. Come on, Isaiah 14, come on, Ezekiel 28, Revelations, Revelation. and of course the Revelations and the, uh, the prophecies of the, the major prophets and even some of the minor prophets. And when there was trouble in heaven, the book of Revelation will have us understand that the devil was cast away, cast out of heaven. With one part of the angels they kicked him out. And then there was something missing. They Say, woe to you, inhabitants of the earth. It says, for this Satan has come down with his wrought. I'm trying to establish something. Then back in Genesis chapter 1, you now see God created man which chronologically, really, was happening after the, after the devil has been kicked out of heaven. Theologians will tell you that. So when he made man, what did he do? Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And where will he put the man? Oh, come on, think of it yourself. Let me use the language of Jack Ford. God created a wall. Because he said the devil has been cast down with his rod, all the angels. And say, said, Man, you are the one in charge of that place. And why was the devil thrown out? Because he was, he was trying to usurp authority. God kicked him out. So you now think that he will, let, he, will, he will leave man alone to reign? Glory be to God in the highest. So in creating man, he said, Let us. And I wonder, because he could have created 20,000 men at a go. He could have made a million men at a go. One. Hello. Because you usually, you know, don't let me train myself. So he sent him in. And he himself said it was not good that he would be alone. So he created the woman. Howbeit, not from the earth, but from the man himself. Glory be to God in the highest. And the reason for creation is—I mean, it was clear that man will have dominion. Point man, somebody that will take charge and demonstrate leadership over everything created. Who is a point man? I picked this from the net. In military parlance, it says to take point or to walk point. And that's the—that's where they use their terms or to be on point, or to be a point man means to assume the first and the most exposed position in a combat military formation. That is the leading soldier or unit advancing through hostile or unsecured territory. So I thought, it, I thought over it, then I thought of all I've read in the Bible, and of course, looking at the way God has created the system, and I said that point man strategy is God's methodology. It's clear. And where do you see the point man? When there's a territory to be recaptured, or to be captured. Either to be captured afresh, or to be recaptured. Hello? Uh-huh. So God... Capturing back what was lost, guess what? Because Adam lost it. What did he do? He sent his only begotten son. Did he receive the fire? Oh, yes, he did. Did he accomplish the task? Yes, he did. It's God's method. I'm I'm breaking it as much as I can, so I can get to the middle of what I want to say and let you go. But I'm confident in the name of Jesus that this time next year, or this time in the next discovery, as some cases may be, you will have a testimony. Yeah. I am confident in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I am confident in the name of Jesus. You see how? Because of the revelation coming, information coming. You see, information in the spirit is revelation. And in the physical, where there's no information, where there's no knowledge, people feel In the book of Luke, chapter 16, he made, I think the the unjust servant, yeah, he made a statement. He said the children of this age are wiser in their generation than the children of the kingdom. The children of the kingdom are covenant children. They have what it takes to rule, but they lack knowledge. You can imagine if you will now apply some of the things you heard on investment. If you don't know, if you never got to hear that, and you pray and fast every day, you know how God will answer you, He will direct you to people like that so you can learn. Because in the mountains of counsel, there's safety. That's the Bible. I feel the fire now aren't you sick and tired of the fact that there are too many poor people in the church? Is say, really? Yes. Don't be deceived. We've never had enough money from the funds that we use to meet the needs of such people. We never, we've never had enough. And we're spending the millions this small church. But I believe that things can change Me well, there is a place for declaration. Receive in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is. But after you receive and you don't have the knowledge to sustain, what happens? I like what the Paul I say, he said. When, should you, when you should be teachers, you are still waiting for somebody to teach you for how long? That's an indictment to that church. But really, that's the condition of the body of Christ today in Nigeria. It is the truth that if the body of Christ is sound, the nation will be sound. I believe. So you'll agree with me that God is always in search of a point man. So we're talking point man. So I realize that it's God's methodology, as it were. Let me remind you quickly. If you look through history and in the Old Testament... When a nation is going to war, who leads? The king. is the pattern. You know why David ran into trouble? Because when kings, when, um, the time that peri- um, kings go to war, he didn't go. If he had gone to war when kings, at the time that kings go to war, he wouldn't have been in trouble. The kings usually are the point man. I looked in the dictionary for the dictionary minute. It says, the tail blazer. The one that leads from the front. The ones that demonstrate the pattern to others who are coming. Let me say this one more thing about the point man before I begin to digress. He is the eyes and the ears of the rest of the patrol. He's usually the first to take hostile fire. So the, the point man must constantly remain alert to the security situation in front and to the sides of his elements. If the point man fails to recognize the indicators leading to danger, he risks compromising his own life and his entire patrol. But that's God's pattern. He looks for a man. Let me ask you a question. In First Samuel 17, when Saul led them to war, hello? And Goliath appeared. <laughs> what do you think happened? The appointed man came forward. Israel had no man. And the song is, we will go for us. Like it is sung in the book of Revelations. We will take this scroll. We will open the scroll. Nobody. John, the revelator, said, I wept like a baby. Then suddenly, an angel touched me. He said, Come on, relax. He said, The lamb. No, he said, The lion. Of the tribe of Judah. And when I turned. I saw a lamb. Injured. So it was the cry. Where will go? Hallelujah. But having said that. I'm here to announce to you too. That you are God's point man. Oh, the amen came from just here. Amen. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you have made him the Lord of your life, you are God's point man. Amen. So back to first Samuel, there was a vacuum, but the king was there, the supposedly point man was there, but as far as heaven was concerned, there was nobody. They were the covenant children of God. Hello? And then God orchestrated the path of a point man. What was the difference between David and all the soldiers in the front? They were all covenant children of God but one knew that he was a child of God. Others didn't know. They didn't know. Praise the Lord! I said they didn't know. Because no sooner than he came in the basket of food because he was not qualified to be in the army. Come on, human judgment. He came with the basket of food and as he came in Goliath came out to brag and he stopped and he looked and he listened and he asked the question who is this uncircumcised that is covenant The way he sounds, I can say that this one does not have covenant with the living God of Israel. As far as I'm concerned, this man is dead. That's a point man. So what am I saying? A point man knows that he's a point man. Goliath was bragging David didn't come to brag, but he knew who he was. And until this man came defiling the name of the God of Israel, David wouldn't have talked. I said, no, no, no. Who is this uncircumcised Philistines? And by Philistines, and by the time they told him who he was, and when he heard his bragging, he said, what will happen to this man that accused him? Again, I've come to tell you that you are God's point man. Oh, no, you didn't believe I say, in the name of Jesus, you will know their appointment. Yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. You know the rest of the story. They brought him to the king. The king said, you are not able to fight him because you are a youth. He said, why? He said, because the man has been fighting since he was a youth. Can you see the contradiction? He had been fighting since he was a youth. And he said, I can't fight him because I'm a youth. Why can't I fight now for my youth? And I say this to say this to everybody. You are not like anybody. You are yourself. I will tell you more about that in a minute. You can appreciate who Pastor Taro is. And you can admire Pastor Taro. You may want to be like Pastor Taro. But let me advise you quickly. Don't be another Pastor Taro. Be a superior Pastor Taro. No, I I know what I'm talking about. Be a superior Pastor Taro. Because in your area of calling... uh, I'll, I'll get there in a minute. Let me leave that. And so, in fact, I like the way David started talking to him. He said, let no man's heart fail him. Can I stop for a moment here and say this? I mean, that some men's hearts are almost failing them now because you don't know where to turn to for your next beer. Some men's hearts are almost failing them because doctors seem to have no clue to your situation. But let me quickly say this to you. It's normal to this realm. And let me add this in the name of Jesus. As long as you're a covenant child of God and you know who you are, you will not go before your time. Are you bragging, Pastor I'm not bragging. I'm only telling you or inviting you as far as I've come along the journey. There's still a long way for me to go. And so he went and he fought him. He killed him. So let's begin to look at the qualities of a point man. Or rather, let's look for some more examples in the Bible. Remember when, when God went to, went to Joshua? He said, come on, Joshua. Moses, my servant, is what? Dead. He said, so arise. And cross the Jordan, you and all these people. For unto all these wounds are going to share out their portions. Again, there was need for a point man. Glory be to God in the highest. But all through from that one, verse 1 to verse 9 of Joshua 1, two things stood out. He said, only be what? And be what? Uh So that you'll be able to observe, to do according to all that is written in the law of Moses. So that brings me to requirements. What do you need? What, what makes a point man a point man? Because a point man on point uh, is a dangerous expedition. Because number one, the they, 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 they territory is enemy territory anyway. Glory be to God in the highest. And if you have any argument about that, your own point man, my own point man, when he walked this earth, he was killed. So that's how dangerous it is. Babe, you became death. And resurrected. And that's our confidence. Glory be to God in the highest. So we are in enemy territory. So for a point, man, you have to be alert. You have to be sensitive to your environment. Number one, you have to maintain a focus. Number two, you must be audacious. You must be bold. You must be courageous. Hello, but what I realize is this: in choosing or appointing the point man, we won't put a novice there, because the enemy knows what to do. They said the most dangerous thing to the point man is ambushes. They will let him walk past the killing point as much as possible, then they open the fire. I was sharing with my wife. Say, "Oh, could that be what David planned for Uriah?" I guess so. He was a brilliant man. Don't touch his wife. He was a responsible man. People are at war. You ask him to go and have fun. No! Because the king had failed there, he wanted to push him to fear. No. He made sure he killed him. He used the same point man strategy to kill him. He said, When you see, push him to where the war is hottest. And once the fire starts to come, withdraw the men from behind him, which is the way they attack point men. You see, he was not because he was careless. What am I saying about the point man? The point man is always alert, is always at focus. So two things the will use against the point man more than anything as an ambush. What? Distraction. Two intimidation. Praise the Lord. So how do we handle this? When But the Bible makes it clear that we are. Glory be to God in the highest. But as a Christian, in the name of Jesus, the war has been won. As a Christian, in the name of Jesus, you are adequately equipped. As a Christian, in the name of Jesus, I mean, the weapons of your warfare are not weak. They are not carnal. They are mighty. And they are capable of doing the job. Hello, is somebody hearing me? So part of my likeness is one that should know my territory very well and I should know my equipment very well. Glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. And drawing my cue, please, from David. I could have been drawing it from Joshua, but let me draw from David and I'll end with Jesus as it were. From David, the only thing that made David come out so strong is I'm a covenant child of God. That's it. I am a covenant child of God. And so, I have the knowledge of what it means to be a covenant child of God. And as for David, David knew too. Because something had just happened. Hello? Something just happened in the previous chapter. He was anointed king. Come on, is somebody hearing me? That wasn't the reason he was a covenant child of God. He's been a covenant child of God like any of his brother, as it were. But now God has just anointed him. And so David knew because he had been trained, he had been equipped as it were. Where was the training? Where did it take place? When he was sent to take care of the animals in the wilderness, when the king came to him and said, You are not able to say, This is my city. I wrestle with the bears, I wrestle with the lion, all alone. And the covenant-keeping God kept me, he will keep me against this one. Can I be frank to someone here today because I'm asked to come tell you this in the name of Jesus? After today's meeting, you will expect a breakthrough where you don't think can ever happen again in the name of Jesus. And it will happen in the name of Jesus. It begins with knowing who you are. It begins with knowing who you are. He's uncircumcised. I can deal with him. So let me deal with the covenant aspect for a little while. Because if you are a born again child of God, you are in a covenant relationship with God through the blood of the everlasting sacrifice. You are. How strong is this covenant? Matthew 11, uh, 28. It says, Come unto me, all you will be heavy laden and I what? Evenness. He now said there, he said, Take off my yoke. And learn from me. For my yoke, what? And my body needs. And I was talking, This I was rest. But what hit me there more than anything is the fact that how will Jesus give me his rest? I am burdened. And he says he will give me his rest by giving me his yoke. Yoke is weight. But I looked at it properly. And I read other versions of the Bible. It says, look take my life and in our joint life you realize that what is a weight for you is no weight. Every covenant is an exchange of life. Every covenant. And I explained why I'm in mean, my father, my father is in me. And when he concluded he said not like I'm in you and you are in me, now they are in me. So we are in him. Oh, come on, the scripture says my life is hidden with God in Christ. Therefore, if man be in Christ, and that was where I began to find it easy. So, why are you saying this? It's tough as a point, man. The time has come. When they begin to say, when they see you, they'll stop. Because they will see you as what is happening. You didn't hear me? Because you will begin to be the answer to their questions. In the name of Jesus. But it begins with you knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Let nobody tell me that it's not possible. It will be like somebody telling David that it wasn't possible. Like a liar went to him and said, what are you up to? You keep on shooting yourself everywhere. I say, is there no reason? You know why he has that question? If you are gone, if if when God, when heaven was calling for appointment, if you are stepped forward, you think I will come. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord! I say, praise the Lord. Number one point, you are a child of God, and what does that mean? You are chosen. Hello. So, how, what was the what, what informed you of being chosen? Your ability, your size the intelligence is the grace of God that's one product of covenant that you cannot explain hello are you here and I checked my Bible said so no one has truly stood up to choose God, God chose all of us but you see some know that they are chosen, some don't know and that makes a whole lot of difference but sometimes God will use people who don't know yes I agree, but before they die they will know you say how? Joseph knew was, was called. Cyrus, the Bible said, though he did not know me. Hello? but God knows you and he has chosen you and you have come to know him. Can we go further from there? Glory be to God in the highest. It's got nothing to do with the over Nigeria. It's got nothing to do with the over the home you came from. It's got nothing to do with the, all the rituals of a great-grandfather. You are now a covenant child of God you are the changer that the racials have been waiting for. You are the point man. From you things are turning around. In the name of Jesus we have broken the course long enough because the cross is already broken anyway, in the name of Jesus, he's trying to stand up and push forward in the name of Jesus. Don't tell me I'm not educated. That's not a valid excuse. God will always orchestrate ways, but you cannot just afford to say, I cannot go forward because of this reason. When you know you are a covenant child of God, stand up on the strength of who you are. See heavens move behind you in the name of Jesus. You are a point man. I say you are a point man. You are a point man. In the name of Jesus. Yes. And let me say this quickly. I'm yet to see any man that has accomplished any great thing in life that God didn't choose to do it. Pastor, be careful. One of still jobs. When I read his account when he was about to die, he recognized that there was a power beyond him that he... he didn't apply his mind to understand. Why I read some of the things that he wrote down, my mother Lee, I read some of the things that he wrote down after he died or before he died, did you see him? I mean, you saw it flying on the internet. All those motivational things he was saying. They are speaking psychology. They are bringing it from the Bible. They don't know. I know it's possible. You say, how? Was Cyrus a covenant child of God? But because of the assignment, God said, he's my anointed. God can use anybody. If you can use a donkey, he can use anybody. But I'm saying that he knows you and he has chosen you and he will use you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He will use you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me just quickly say this as I begin to wind down by the grace of God. If God chooses you, he will equip you. He didn't choose you because of who you are. He chose you because of who he knows you will be. But that's the truth. He never chooses any man because of your ability. He chooses you because he knows that he will be able to use you to accomplish his purpose in life. So I said that to say this. I don't know where people have failed. I don't know where they are scared. God, you are still online with God. God, He still in a process. He will bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Your faith in God is never in vain. He will challenge you. He will do it. And again, one thing again, I realize is this. He didn't choose you so that you can, hey, uh, I'm looking for a better way to put it. Uh, uh, he didn't choose you because of what you are able to get done. I'm trying to make it but he chose you because of your ability to allow him to walk through you. Can I say it again? Because it's a covenant matter. David knew that he could not how from where to where, who to who. But he knew the God he served. He knew the covenant God that was behind him. And he knew that he would use the same pattern that he used to kill the lion and the, and, and, and the beard. So David approached him with sticks and stones and a fling. And they said he was all cladded up Covered from head to toe but one stone on one sling that left find the only hole in the all-cruited matter i say you will see your days of make and break are over yeah. in the name of jesus you will see you will you will strike and you will strike where yeah. heaven will direct your course in the name of jesus They will direct your actions. They will direct. They will. will, uh, Heaven will direct your decisions. In the name of Jesus. Um, I I stop here by saying the scripture in the morning. I just stumbled over it. I was studying for myself, studying this covenant thing. Or before then, in Hebrews 13 20, I was studying this covenant thing. I realized that a lot of times God brings you to a place where you know that you cannot really handle. And the first thing is to think, how am I going to do it? For example, right now where you find yourself, where you've made some mistakes, sometimes we've made some mistakes because we didn't la- have the knowledge. Like if all of us were as smart as what he said 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even 10 years ago, some of the problems we are running into financially today, we wouldn't have run into. Is that true? But now we have knowledge. Now you know what God will do? He will give you a second chance. And that's why I know that some strange miracles will begin to happen, beginning from today. Amen! In the name of Jesus, no, he will, he will. And one thing he said again that really, wait a minute, based an economy based on oil, and when oil crashed, they, we, we, we all seemed to, in fact, we all crashed, and now we are saying we are back, based on what, on elevated oil price, and the world is working tirelessly to find substitute for oil, and we are still sitting down here saying we are fine. Don't you think it's time to begin to ask God for wisdom? Don't say, who am I amongst 100 million? God is always speaking for a man. I'm not joking. The question you ask yourself is this. Those who ever make it in, I mean, in time past, and other people who make some non-Christians, do they have two heads? So what if I address my mind or begin to put my mind to the fact that I want something that will liberate Nigeria? I want something that will change the focus. Not because I want to be popular, but because it's a burden in my heart for my people. Don't you think God will orchestrate my steps? Think about it. I'm talking of the power of the covenant which we share with God. It happened in the past. What it cover? When the economy of southern part of the United States was gone. A slave that didn't start school until age 20-something. But now, a plant scientist, he said to God, I was listening to a man of God, he said, he asked three questions. The first one, he said, God, what's the purpose of, uh, is it the world or the earth? God well, said, why are you asking me that? Ask for something... More your size. He said, what's the purpose of man? Uh -uh. It's in the Bible. He said, really, this is where I'm going. I'm looking for what to do to change that. He said, so what's the purpose of granite? He said, I'll show you. Granite. Cotton-based, I mean, agricultural-based economy. Drought. So cottons were not being produced. Just like we're talking of oil. And God showed him over one, how many? Almost a thousand patents from Granite and one other thing, across the U.S., and the whole economy changed. One man, he was called to the Senate, and they asked him, "Say, how do you get to do what you do? He said, I wake up in the morning, I get to the office, I get into my lab, and I say, Father, show me the secret. He said, it's like a veil will open, and I will see and I will do what I see, and result. I'm saying this with deep respect for God, and with trepidation, God will show you secrets. In the name of Jesus, he will show you secrets. You see, the average man is selfish. The natural man is selfish. But you are coming on the strength of a covenant with God. There is nothing selfish about that. You are thinking beyond yourself. Watch. I've seen some strange moves in the ministry. But I think we're on another level. In the name of Jesus. God is more than able so if you are thinking that, who am I? Remember, that's Hebrews 13, 20, quickly. Show you how it works. You watch this. He will enable you, that's what I'm saying. He will enable his point man, through the power of the covenant. It says, now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, the great part of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, through the covenant, through the blood of the covenant, what will he do? Make you complete. That word completes, if you look at it in New living, make you perfect, make you fit. Uh-huh. For every good work to do his will, uh, Working in you what is well pleasing in side, Through Jesus Christ, to whom not be clear forever. God himself will make you fit for what he has called you to do. He will enable you strange ideas, strange strategies. I'm not joking. It comes on the strength of the covenant which we have with God. Uh, See, let me say this quickly again, because we are speaking openly. I don't like the situation in the country today. I don't like it. The violence is very irritating, it's very, very disturbing, and I think the government should do something about it, and quickly too. But I'm confident of one thing. You say, what is it? That there are covenant children of God in the government. That's my. So, what are you saying? I believe strongly that this strange situation will call for strange solutions in the name of Jesus, which no man will be able to stop. I believe that, like it happened in Babylon, we are going to see some strange solutions to yeah. perennial problems. In the name of Jesus. Say why? Because they are saddled with it right now. And the whole world is waiting for solution. And let the past that be fight all they may. But because they know they are covenant children of God. And that they must deliver at a time like this. And believing in the God. The covenant keeping God. I believe there will be a straight solution. In the name of Jesus. Give me that same verse in Amplified Bible. Let them see. Before I give you the last one. And I will close. Now may the God of peace, everybody shout peace. Peace. I decree peace in your life. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what is agitating your mind. I don't know what solution you are looking for coming here. I don't know how it's going to come to be. God will direct your steps in the name of Jesus. Your coming here will never be wasted in the name of Jesus. I believe God will orchestrate your steps. Orchestrate steps that will bring solutions into your lives. In the name of Jesus. There are times that God will give instructions as to what to do you have the grace to do it in the name of Jesus Amen. and you will find solutions in Jesus name Amen. let me go back quickly say now may the God of peace who is the offer and the giver of peace peace in your homes Amen. in the name of Jesus <laughs> that's your confused and restless child I say, peace in this life Amen. peace in her life in the name of Jesus he said, We brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that gracious part of the sheep, by the blood that sealed and ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant, testament. Yeah. May he strengthen you, complete you, perfect you, make you what you ought to be, and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will. Why am I reading this? You are a covenant child of God. Let no fear or failure stop you again in your life in the name of Jesus. I mean, it's time to rise up as a husband and take up responsibilities as it were. You say, with what? With the fact that you know that you are a covenant child of God, it will surprise you. My Bible tells me that no one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. You will never be put to shame in the name of Jesus. Let me say it again. I say in the name of Jesus, you will never be put to shame. Uh -uh. I say in the name of Jesus, you will never be put to shame. Those who are waiting to laugh at you, they are the ones that will come and celebrate with you yes. in the name of Jesus yes. why you have a covenant with we'll God through the blood of the everlasting covenant and it's through the blood that he makes you he makes you look at it let me stick with it there uh, after they've t- done everything all night they caught nothing all night they caught nothing I mean they were suffering he came use their boat he said come let me reward you he said, Robin, let's go into the deep. Let's go into the catch. They said, we've toiled all night. Yeah, they were, it was true. They toiled. They toiled. Toiling is working hard and getting little or nothing. As a on, child of God, day, your days of toiling are over. Yeah. No, that is true. I'm not saying that you are going to be lazy. No, no, no. You walk hard. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. But you won't walk in fertility anymore in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, We tried and we caught nothing. Yeah, they caught nothing really. He said, No, come on. When they realized it, they said, Now our nets are breaking. We are seen as peace. Leave us alone. You know what he said to them? He said, Come, follow me. I will make you. That's covenant. I will not just make you a fisher, a good fisherman, or a or good fisherman. I will make you fishers of men.
1: The rest of their lives,
0: they were following Jesus until he left them. He released point men into the world. They changed the entire world. Your time to change the situation has come. People will not be asking for the proof of your Christianity anymore. I mean it in the name of Jesus. You we'll put everything together. It's not enough to say, I've been praying and fasting. No, pray and fast. God will things. But when God opens you up to knowledge, get it. And let not your case be the case of the children of this world are wiser. They will never be wiser in the name of Jesus. And when we learn what they have and they learn us how to do it, coupled with the fact that we are covenant children of God, the time has come for the devil to bow in that area of your life. But I believe that the time for men to arise has come. I have this great privilege, by the grace of God, of talking to women like afar when they came there, and I told them, I said, I have, I have a rare privilege of talking to men too. I said, but be assured that your men will not be looting anymore. They won't go begging. They won't go crawling anymore. They will stand as men. You'll be glad that you have them as men. Whatever is emasculating men, we know emasculate your men. In the name of Jesus, we are covenant children of God. We are responsible. And we know how to go back to God for direction. Give me that last bit. Quick, quick. hmm Uh, strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be, and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will. Don't be afraid that you will fail anymore.
1: When you are a covenant child
0: of God, stand up and move! He didn't didn't call you to do it by your power. He is the one that will perfect it for you. Uh Why he himself walks in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing his upper. Your life will please God. To won't be glory forever and ever. Amen. So what I said to me is this, He chose me, I didn't choose me. So it's by grace, Abby. It's not anything I've done. Then why won't I depend on that grace to see me through? So it's easy for me now to come right in that predicament right now. Let me say this to you. The predicament you are in, the setback you are in, it's not the last verdict. We are about to start. In the name of Jesus. That's why we say my grace is sufficient for you. It is sufficient. I mean, it's just because we are men and we are human beings. When I didn't do anything to come to get to this place, it's all by grace. Why should I be afraid or begin to doubt that grace will not get me to the end? Grace will see you through. I say, in the name of Jesus, this same grace will see you through. Come on, look at it. So he said, oh, "Relax, my grace is sufficient." You know they Even if he drags, you will finish well. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, yeah. the more he drags, the greater the testimony. Yeah. Glory! But one thing you know is this: God will be glorified. Yeah. One thing I know is that God will end up being glorified. Yeah. So with the last scripture which is really making me happy now. I dwelt on this one for quite a while. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Glory be to God from verse 8, I believe. That's the last scripture, I promise you. There's no way you can fail in life. God is looking for you. And he has found you. Glory be to God in the highest. You understand God never makes mistakes. He never makes mistakes. He's never wasteful. Your life can never be a wasteful life. Never in the name of Jesus. You are special in the hand of God. Glory be to God in the highest. I like what he said. He said, some guy, age 17, said, Sanders, 60... So, there's, there's enough room for everybody. So, even if you are 60-something, you can still start. And you can still leave a legacy that the world will never be able to recover from. But if a young man, can I tell you this quickly? Let me, if you forget everything, get on and ask yourself, where do you want to be in five years' time? If you cannot see it, go and fast and pray. And go for counsel. Life is not just you, yo you, you. Come on! It's in this generation that you see people 30, 35, 40, they're still you, yo yo you. What? What's wrong with you? No, let's face it. Uh-uh. You think time will wait for you. I see them and I want them. They are making some little money now, but they want to show off, first of all. I say, ah, you want your firstborn at age 55. I'm sorry for you. You'll be paying school fees at 80. God forbid. At that time, the guests won't look at you anymore. We can share. Get up and move. It's true. I, I, I tell them, 40... It's not dreaming of he's it. making some few money now. Using, the all the mon- using all the money to maintain showbiz, just to show himself, new clothes. He yeah. cannot take bus, cannot take taxi, he must take Cuba. No, he must buy the costless car. He must wear the most expensive shoe. Maintenance life. Making money for the people who are thinking. It's true. Let me tell you something. Is it that you wear a brand to promote your brand, or you become a brand yourself? That is true. It's true. And I'm not saying it to prove that I'm bigger than anybody. No, 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 no. I'm saying to say I'm comfortable in my skin. I know the God that I serve. That is true. My last scripture. 7 Corinthians chapter 1. Let me say this. When by this time next year your, 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 your situation has changed, please remember other men. Can I say it again? In Jesus' name, please remember other men. Join up with groups like this. We are from different churches, and I know there are groups like this everywhere. Join up with groups like this that are encouraging men. Men are committing suicide. God forbid. That will never be your portion. Devil hates men. I'm not joking, he does. So, when you are on the other side, because I know you are already on your way, (laughs) remember other men, and I want to appeal to you, please. If God has shown you the way or you've discovered God's ways because God has shown all of us and you are some steps ahead of us, please come join hand with us. Let's mentor men. Let's encourage men. Some don't need your money. They just need your encouragement. I'm telling you. They just want to hear you talk. And if we must talk to these people one-on-one, please let us know. We'll arrange it. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse eight. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, Paul was writing, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were boarding be, we beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who resists the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, So. And does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Now, King James makes it difficult to understand. uh, New Living Translation, we just throw some light on that quickly. New Living Translation. We think you ought to know, now, great Apostle Paul. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. So I don't know what troubles you are going through right now. It will come to pass. I promise you in the name of Jesus, it will come to pass. The worst thing you can do for yourself is to give up on yourself. Don't you ever, in the name of Jesus. If it's just a step to give up, say no, but I'm a child of God. And go for counsel. And see what God will do. Yeah. We We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters... About the trouble we went through in the province of Asia, we were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. And we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. Let me say it to you again: you will not die. In the name of Jesus. These two shall pass in the name of Jesus. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves. You see what I mean? He said, when we were pressed to a place where we thought, "Your next thing is death." We realized that there was nothing within ourselves that can save us anymore. That forced us to trust on God. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on God. Who resists the death? All right. Death said He wants death to take me. But I realize I can rely on the God who raises from the dead. So if I, if I say dead, before your last stroke, let me hold on to Jesus. He will raise me from the dead because he himself has overcome death. So problems only forces us to depend on him. And from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, my grace is sufficient. He says, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. You will celebrate. I said, In in Jesus' name, you will celebrate. Last line. In fact, we started to die, but as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and let rely on God, who raises the dead. Now, 10. And He did what? He will rescue you. I said, You are coming out. You are coming out. In the name of Jesus, you are coming out. (laughs) <laughs> and he did what and he rescued us from mortal danger physical death uh, and look at it and he will do what he will rescue us yes. i can't hear you he will rescue us yes. you see what it means to know that you are a covenant child of god i will wait until my change comes and he will change me again and you continue to change me hallelujah look at the last line he will rescue us again we have our confidence in him and he will what? Continue. Never raise yourself off in the name of Jesus. It's time to demonstrate who you are in Christ Jesus. Shall we rise? Somebody say, I'm a covenant child of God. I'm a voice man in my family i'm a point man for my wife i'm a point man for my children i'm a point man in the workplace i'm a point man in my generation i'm a covenant child of god the blood of jesus was not shed in vain just lift up your hands and begin to give him praise begin to give him honor hallelujah Begin to give him praise and so what do you think is to be the the attitude of a point man constant expectation expectation of victory from glory to glory in the name of jesus begin to give him praise and begin to tell the devil so far you have come no more in the name of jesus i declare who i am i declare my victory i'm a shakata i'm a covenant child of god through the blood of the everlasting covenant i am being constantly made open oh, your mouth and declare I'm no longer afraid to fear. I am a child of God. Quite help me? I'm no longer afraid to fear. I am a child of God. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai would be quiet. Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, off-town planning way in Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.